Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Listening to the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Hi, I'm Nick, and welcome to Scoreboard Addicts Podcast. You might be wondering, what are they doing on so early? Isn't it usually at 9.30? And you normally, you'd be right, except today's a huge day. Why is it? Well, the Yankees take on the Cleveland Indians at the stadium in the Bronx, in game one of the ALDS, and the New York Rangers, who just scored their first goal of the season. Sure. Um, on the score. Um. Open up against the Tampa Bay Lightning. And I can't be more happy to be here to witness it with my two best buds. Oh, yeah. What's going on, Nick? Top shelf from Mika Zabanajad. You know, it's great, though. Harrison Bader hit a home run, and about a minute later, Mika Zabanajad scores the first goal. Yankees pretty awesome. Right now, Yankees are right now are 1-1 in the bottom of the third with Aaron Judge batting. Cal Quantrill pitching relative of Paul Quantrill, for those of you who are old enough to remember. I remember Paul, former Yankee. Former Yankee Paul Quantrill. Not known for playing for the Yankees. Known probably, I think he played with San Diego. <laughs> yeah, he did. he did. Most of the time, yeah. He was a Yankee, though. He was a Yankee for a, a brief spell. Judge strikes out. That's fantastic. Well, it's going to happen. So um you're watching the Yankee game. Uh, first I want to thank our special guest, Anthony the Rook. <laughs> Dude, for, uh, you beat me too. I was gonna thank you for having me on, guys, as a guest tonight. Yeah, that, that was uh real nice of you to make the time for us. We appreciate it. Of course, um, of course. I, anything for you guys, anything for you guys. So, <laughs> so but, uh crazy week in sports. Obviously, we have the wild card weekend to talk about. Um NFL yeah. action. Um, hockey kicks off this week. That's always an exciting time. I can't wait to get our buddy Dave on the show to talk uh, with third period bourbon Dave. I saw him, I uh, him on tonight. I don't know if he's going to join us, but I talked to him. I, I saw him in some leader hosen the other day, and I can't get that horror struck image out of my mind. <laughs> T 
did you catch that? I did catch that. I mean, his legs look good, but dear God, I like why? Nobody needed that. I missed the. Muscat. You know what? Honestly, at this point, why not? Why not? If I have to watch some dude walk up and down the streets of New York City in a tutu with fucking like green and purple hair, and then he's gonna walk into a classroom and teach my kid, I think Dave should be able to wear leader hose. <laughs> He can't wear lederhosen like that and then, like, go to work on Monday. He is a Marine, after all. I mean, you know what? It's funny because you would think there would have been a little more tan on those legs. He is from Florida. He has those Marine panties going, I would hope. Get a little, you know, sun on them legs because they were, they were milky white. Pacey. <laughs> gotta get I the, mean. Got to get his uh, his silky silky game strong, bro. Listen, we, we we might have to send him some, you know, little artificial tanner or something like that. A little spray tan, come out looking like Ross from Friends. <laughs> you know what my favorite thing about that episode is? When he goes up to the spray tanner guy, and he's like, uh, what color do you want? And he goes, well, what are you? And he goes, Puerto Rican. He goes, <laughs> yeah. I'll take a two. <laughs> I thought it was you, great. He can't make jokes like that anymore. It was a great one. joke. We got one, we got two, and we got three. What do you want? Well, you look good. Where do you? Puerto Rican. I'll have a t- <laughs> cool. But uh, I I actually took notes this week because it's so many sporting events going on. Uh, before I get into sports, I just wanted to point out my girlfriend's mom was looking at a meme, and in the meme, some dude told some girl he's going to give her the D, and then she asked my girlfriend Meredith, "What what does the D mean?" Awkward conversations. That's a, that's one of those. Uh, you're a millennial and you have an awkward conversation type situation. Did you take full control of that conversation? By I'll explain it to her. Nope, nope. I don't want nothing to do with that. Nope. nope. <laughs> Let me take out my phone and show you illustrations of what she's requesting. That's just nothing. I want even the remotest part about it. She said, "I told her it's a nickname for Richard, and he is going to give it to her." <laughs> Uh, uh, that's bullshit. I was playing coy. I bet you if you started playing the uh, Pornhub intro on your phone, she'd give that turn look. Stop. She's a sweet lady. <laughs> you don't say that. I'm just saying. I, y'all don't say that. Just saying. It's better than Netflix and free. Shameless plug. If you haven't had these, they're friggin' incredible. Reese's pretzels. They're, they're dipped pretzels. The Reese's dipped pretzels, and they're incredible. All right, I'm talking life changing. Like, has Reese's ever made something that's not incredible though? That's, that's the real question. Much. I, I got to put money down and say that like Take Five and Fast Break are two of the most delicious things that Hershey makes. Uh, apparently, Rook stole a baby and then left. Oh, speaking of babies, I you know I got to give a shout out to my buddy Mike. Uh, he uh, he and his wife brought in their their beautiful son CJ into the world, Christopher. Uh, bought into the world yesterday. Further affirming my friend's Italianness that he was born on Columbus Day. Nice, that's glorious. Italianissimo. That's what I'll call that. You know what it is? I, I really i I feel bad. I feel bad for I guess women in general because when women give birth, they have to go through all the pain and suffering and you know listen at the end it's a beautiful moment you know the the reward is there all the work is there and as guys you're just like 
my dick works. Let's go. And then you leave. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I, I honestly feel bad, but that's all we, like, that's all that, that there is to do. Don't get me wrong. Uh, when Carissa brought our beautiful son Alex into the world, uh, he was uh, about three weeks premature and he had to go into the NICU. So I woke up around the clock about every three to four hours and I went in and changed him and fed him in the uh, incubator and all that stuff. And uh, just because I thought it was the greatest thing in the world that, you know, my son was here. But at the same time, it's like my poor wife is just like, ah, everything hurts. And it's like, uh, I'm sure it does. I don't know what to do. Oswaldo Cabrera just goes into the seats to catch a ball, loses his hat, catches the ball in foul territory. Oswaldo Cabrera. Oh, the fan gave it back. No souvenir. Well, good. You know know what? There's notes in that hat. Unless that fan swapped it out (laughs) with his own hat. Oh, man, why are we doing this again? I'm sorry. I hate this. I really do. NHL, I hate it. Stop interviewing the coach during the game. It's stupid. It's dumb. He's got work to do. Like, seriously, I like. I don't want to hear what Gerard Gallant has to say while he's supposed to be coaching his team. I want to hear what he has to say after the game and answer questions in association with the, the maybe some of the moves he made during the course of the game. Not, oh, hey, uh, you know, you scored that goal, Heddle. Uh, felt pretty good. What what what's your plan? Uh, score some more goals and maybe win a game. Okay, thanks, coach. You're you're not going to ask anything of value or substance in between during the course of a period. You're just not. I hate it. In that uh, in that instance uh, between the Rangers and the Yankees, Josh Donaldson makes a great sliding grab to his right hand side, cross the foul line, rears back and fires across the diamond for an out. Nice play by Donaldson, who is probably the douchiest player Very nice. in baseball. I think he's tied with Tim Anderson. They're both pretty big. In baseball? No, Tim Anderson has, has it. They're like, tied. The both no of problem. them are fucking douchebags, the both of them. No problem. They're both very dislikable. No, nah, and what's his name um, on the the Cleveland Guardians after they won their wild card series to stand there like, it's like, bro, stop. Pulling a Tom Wilson? Like, yeah, just like as he hit the home run, just like walking to first base, like. It's like, dude, you're not jacked. You're you're not anything. Let's talk about that. I took some notes because there was a lot going on this weekend. But there were some things that I caught that caught my eye that I was just like, it was basically just a bunch of Bush League shit going on this weekend. Oh, oh, I mean, I mean, we know the king of the Bush League. We're we're agreed on this. So, so. We're not going to reveal it, but I'm just saying we're, we're. We're in each other's head on this one, right? I think so. Yeah, I think okay. so. Um, so it's it's Friday. Uh, I'm, I'm it's probably like 1 o'clock. I'm sitting in Randazzo's in Brooklyn in Sheepshead Bay, eating lunch with my aunt and my father, and we're we're shucking some uh, some some clams on the half. Nice. Uh, and uh, what was on TV? Was it Plant World, or did they make a switch with with, <laughs> with Cooking World? With cooking World. Luckily, white supremacy world was canceled. <laughs> Fuck them. Um, uh, no, so so the, 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 the Guardians versus the Rays is on TV. Yeah. Which, mm-hmm. by the way, I did like the wild card weekend simply because, A, it was two out of Some three. Some solid games. Yeah. It was, it was two mm-hmm. out of three. I hate that one game bullshit. That's not baseball. Agreed. That's football. All right. And that's why I said for the last nine years or whatever it was that they were doing that one game wild card nonsense. Don't spill your drink on the baby's head. 
Anthony just brought Olivia onto the show, and he's got her in a baby Bjorn, and he's drinking like on top of her. He's not even like turning his head to the side. Dude, not not for nothing. I mean, would you get behind the wheel of your automobile and have a couple sips of booze? <laughs> no. Then why are you drinking, holding that beautiful child? She's in the Bjorn, hands free. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's like saying, "Oh, I have my seatbelt on and airbags." Let's give this a whirl. <laughs> Unbelievable. But, Questionable. Uh, uh, you know what? No, never mind. It's a second kid. All bets are off. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this the is corners why are thing. not cushioned. We, we sharpen back the corners up. We're good. <laughs> TJ, you're upsetting the child. Earmuffs. Um, I have that effect. Uh, so I did enjoy the wild card weekend. I'll say that. But one of the most bush, it's one of the most bush league things I've ever seen in my life. The Cleveland Guardians hit a home run. I want to say it was Jose Ramirez or it might have been Gonzalez. Hits a home run in about the fifth inning to go up 2-zip or 2-1 or something like that. I think 2-1. And Tampa Bay with a two-man advantage for 57 seconds. And uh, what pissed me off was... Oh, top corner goal. Stamkos just ties the game up on a one-time feed at the point. Damn it. I'm slow, man. It's a beautiful shot, beautiful setup. Don't take penalties. Yeah. They'll kill you every time, especially against a great team like Tampa Bay. Come on, Rangers. Yeah. So... So uh, I, I want to say it was Ramirez hits a home run to take the lead 2-1 in like the fifth or sixth inning. And Kevin Cash, in a completely classless, completely Bush League move, challenges the play because he's saying that the runner on first didn't touch second when he rounded the bases on the home run. And therefore, whomever hit the home run is out for having passed the runner. I got to say right now, that was the most bush. The guy hit a home run. It's not like he hit a double and you missed a base. You can't get him out. So you're trying to really go right. semantics. Like you're really trying to argue semantics to win a game. How about you win because you're better, not because yeah. you replay and bullshit. Like seriously, he hit a home run. Yeah. He hit a home run. Like, it, 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 like of all the things to just tip your cap and say you got one, a home run is it. A home run is it. Like, how do you sit there and go, oh, no, we got to take the video review. To Like, you shouldn't even have to run the fucking bases if you hit a home run. Even if he did miss a base. Who cares? That's pathetic. That is, like, that's just disgusting. Dude, the guy beat you. He he smoked you. You, you just That's it. He deserves it. Yeah. He shouldn't have to touch any bases. He should walk over to your pitcher, pull his pants down, bend him over his knee, and spank him. Because that's essentially what he did. Metaphorically. Yeah, just cut the shit. And still, I, that's not the most Bush League thing we saw. Oh, no, 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 no. But, uh, but hold on. I want to go uh, for things I want to talk about. So, yeah. Matt Scherzer, all $48 million, pitches on Friday, and didn't fare too well. 43.33. Um, my mistake. I apologize. Mea culpa. That $5 million <laughs> is really breaking Steve Cohen's bank. But uh, Max Scherzer goes up and on Friday pitches for the New York Metropolitans. And basically, uh, I mean, I don't know what to say. You Darvish gives up, gives up seven earned, three in the first inning, two home runs. Yep. Yep. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey, I get it. I used to be the one planning my day around finding a bathroom and living in fear of an accident. I tried the pills and pads, but they just weren't working for me. If you're living like I was, it's time to find an expert physician and ask them about Axonix therapy. It's not another drug. It's an advanced therapy that is proven to provide lasting relief for overactive bladder. Still not sure? You can even try it first to make sure it works for you. You're not alone and you don't have to put up with this anymore. You just have to take the first step towards finding real relief. Visit findrealrelief.com to find a bladder specialist. That's findrealrelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonix is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. Risks can result from Axonix therapy that may require surgical intervention. Available by prescription only. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. Just for you, Darvish was definitely... You Darvish was definitely struggling with, with that crowd noise, and they were in his kitchen, but he battled through, and he was able to come out the victor. But, I mean, they, there's no excuse for Mac, Mac Scherzer to give up those runs. I get it. Oh, the oblique strain. At the same time, if you want to sit there and take that as, you know, a reason why he performed that way, that's fine. You should also take into account the fact that you pay – a 35 going on 36 year old that you're going to have for the next three years, $43 million thinking that he's going to make it through 180 game season, 182 game season, given he's only going to pitch what 30 something times, 34, 35 times, but 34, 35. Yeah. Yeah. You, you paid him knowing that he's kind of, you know, at the end of the back nine of his career, I get, he had a great season last year. What did oh, you expect oh. to happen? Your body breaks down over time. But what happened? But what happened at the end of last year? Yeah, he, I mean, he flamed out at the end of last year. He had nothing left. Yeah. Yep, dude. Yeah, I mean, he's part of the reason why they got where they got. And you tip your cap to uh, an amazing season by the Mets. But it again, I and we were talking about this beforehand. If the Mets didn't at least make a World Series appearance, this season was a loss. It's it's an L in the column, a hundred percent. And well, I, you're gonna play Yankee ball. Think then yes, I think it's hundred and ten percent. Yeah, you do. You, you, listen, you look at you look at the money they spent in the off season. You look at their uh, pretty much their payroll. I think they were what number three this year. No, what were they three? I think they were one, dude. No, I think the Dodgers were still ahead of them. Oh yeah! All right, then they're three. The Yankees were two. Rookie muted. Barely, barely. No, it was a no. Game. I think the Yankees were fourth or fifth. I think it was no, Dodgers and Yankees before them. No. No, I thought the Yankees were behind the Mets. No, they were. They were two. We can look it up. Let me look it up. This is when we need Stack Guy Sal. Remember Stack Guy Sal? We miss you, Sal. I remember that guy. He got too big for us. Wherever you are, Sal, we miss you. Oh, is that ball? No, no, it's foul. It's a foul ball. Oh. But uh, but point being is um, oh shit, sweet. Uh, D 
the the I lost my train of thought. Oh, so yeah, Scherzer didn't fare well, and I, I, it's karma, I guess, right? T, you were talking about this. Mets fans were awful boastful about Garrett Cole having a poor outing last. Actually, uh, so apparently we were both wrong. It was the Mets first, two hundred eighty-two, uh, two hundred eighty-two million dollars. Wow. Los Angeles Dodgers with two seventy-five, and the Yankees with two sixty-four. Philadelphia right oh, behind wow. the Yankees with two fifty-five. Yeah, which so is very surprising. Those numbers went up as the season went on because the p- payrolls were taken on with trades. And right. Oh, true. So that's how that that ha- that's how that happened as the season went on. Um, but but yeah, I mean, T, you were talking about Mets fans were real uh, laughing at the Yankees last year, paying Cole a lot of money, and the Yankees not getting much out of it. Um, but uh, but here we are paying shirts are a lot of money. But now Mets fans are laughing. They're like, oh, but we can afford it, as if the Yankees can't. It's it's so funny too because uh, I mean, and I applaud the Met fans for spending somebody else's money because you should. I mean, what else is it there for? Who gives a shit? It ain't yours. It ain't your money. That's like when your buddy's sitting there with a brand new bicycle and you build him a ramp and you say, "Yeah, dude, you should totally jump it, ride down the hill, and get as much speed as you can." Because at the end of the day, you're not screwing up your bike or getting hurt. You're just gonna laugh and point, and then like maybe poke at him with a stick. No, you nope. can't the show. Ride. You get ten seconds to laugh, and then you have to show some real concern. Like it depends. Good- it de- if, if all the if all the uh, limbs are like facing the right direction, and it's just a couple bumps and bruises, then you're allowed to laugh. And you did it wrong. Yeah, you definitely didn't go hard enough. You didn't go hold my beer status. By the way, T, that's a great cup you got there. I appreciate that. Bringing that back old school with a uh, Rangers cup in MSG when they actually gave you a cup heavy enough to bash somebody over the head with. Is that the, is that the one with the sparkles in it? It is the one with the sparkles in it. That's this a great is cup. one of oh, that's a good cup. One of, if not the greatest cup in any type of arena situation. It is heavy duty plastic. It is pretty. It is about I don't know, like nine years old at this point. Yeah, it's definitely all because I feel like I used to have one of those. I have one of those somewhere in the house. I just got to go look for it. But Listen, uh, it on, holds the shit out of a beer. Moving on from Friday, um, the best thing I think about that wild card weekend was that there was a game every like three hours. That was nice. That that was really yeah, that good. Was it fun. kept you interested. It really did. Um, Rangers have a power play. Uh, minute 35 left on the power play, 6.59 left in the second period. Yeah, you're 10 seconds ahead of me. Um, <laughs> so one of the things that I, I noticed, generally speaking, is pretty clean baseball. Other than that little situation with the Rays challenging a home run over, I, I don't even know what to call. They they said the the guy on first didn't touch second, and therefore the guy who hit the home run is out. Never heard such a freaking ridiculous thing in my life. But hey, I don't put anything past Kevin Cash. Um, after you know, Scherzer gets gets knocked around. Uh, great series from the Mets and Padres going three while the other games finished up in two. Huge, gigantic choke by the t- Toronto Blue Jays. Big giving time. Seven-run lead Blue at home. Lead. Um, I got to say, the only thing I really didn't like about the wild card weekend. There were, there was oh, a, it's in front. There was, no, um, there was no alternating home game. You know, uh, if you had a lower record, you did not get a home game, which I understand to a degree, but at the same time, you know, that kind of sucks. The Rangers have like had that, a minute straight of pressure in Tampa Bay zone during this power play. 
Very impressive. Firing on all cylinders. Kreider had an opportunity to bury a puck that was uh, just sitting in the crease but couldn't get to it. And the Rangers are just continuing to fire. Tampa Bay has run out of steam. And the puck deflects and goes off the netting, and we have a stoppage, and Tampa Bay gets to catch their breath. Nick, I was going to say, I actually like that it was all home. Like it's, It gives you a little advantage to get that higher if you win the division or you get the higher wild card at that point. And you think about it, it didn't really affect anyone because – Three road teams won out of the four the four series. So, yeah, it, it definitely listen. It, it's it's an advantage for the you know obviously the home team either way as far as you know money goes and their fan base. At least you get to be there and yeah. experience yeah. the excitement of the playoffs. Which you, I mean, in the wild card again, if it's three uh, away for your team, if you don't, if you're the type of fan that likes to go to games and and get in there and get you know part of the excitement, you know, win, lose or draw. Is it really? Did your your team was your team really in the playoffs? If you had to sit and watch from home, I, I feel like that would kind of ruin the experience for you. If you're one of those pe- people that have to be at the stadium, like, oh, my team's there, I gotta get get to the stadium. Well, it's just, it's just a good, I guess, benefit for the team that had the better record, right? Well, and no, it's 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 rightly earned and deserved, yeah, for sure. I I, nobody can argue fan, that. Fan wise, though, yeah, it sucks. But while I understand what you're saying, uh, Rook, when you let everybody and their mother into the playoffs, then it doesn't fucking matter anymore. <laughs> I mean, it's true. you're not wrong. I, no, I know. I mean, I, I last year, last year we sat and played this game of, oh well, if you win the division, you don't got to get stuck in that one game wild card. All right, great. We did it for like nine years, and then this year it's not a one game wild card anymore because they let yeah. thirty other teams in the fucking playoffs. So now we're gonna get to a position where it's like NBA, where more than half the league makes the playoffs, and the season's only like ninety games, and it doesn't matter anyway. So like me, me personally, I always felt it was. I always felt that baseball was different in that if you made the playoffs, you were actually a good team. No, like, I agree with you there. I mean, there were no bad teams that made the playoffs ever. I mean, look at the Padres. The Padres are going to have that great of a season, and they were great shot by Lafreniere. Vasilevsky takes it off the shoulder, making those big moves at the trade deadline, and then they kind of shit the bed. But then they beat the Mets, so good for the Padres. So let, let's talk about that game three where they beat the Mets. That was embarrassing for the Mets. Where they have only two base runners the entire game. They had one hit and I think two base runners. Yeah, two base runners. And the best that their manager could do was accuse the opponent of cheating. That was that was his ace up his sleeve. That was embarrassing. That was pathetic. I I used to have a lot of respect for Buck Showalter. After that, that's the most bush thing I've ever seen. I talked to my father about that, and I, I I share the exact same sentiment as you. Uh, Nick, I said that that's embarrassing as a manager. That's embarrassing to your brand. You know, being Buck Showalter, being that old school manager that, you know, last of Hohegan's, uh, not an analytics guy, a field guy, kind of, you know, what, what we expect to see out of baseball, what we grew up around, what we like to watch. And to pull a maneuver like that was just pathetic and, and reaching for, I guess uh, uh, some kind of saving grace. I don't know what, but my father felt differently. He's like, you know what? That that's a, a manager doing whatever he can to try to get in the pitcher's head, who's absolutely dominating his team. I'm like, but t- at, at the risk of embarrassing yourself, I said you'd do that. He goes, I mean, if you give a shit enough about your team, yeah, why not? To t- take any any and all means necessary. I was like, I, I understand. I like, I understand that concept, but like. I feel like that's a little different than like you know laying down a, in an NHL game and taking a slap shot off the friggin' chest and 
breaking a rib or two and going out heroics doing anything for your team versus like, hey, I'm going to go out there and try to accuse him of cheating to get in his head. It's like, no, how about you grab somebody by the back of their head in your dugout and say, hey, maybe somebody uses the bat tonight? Yeah. That, maybe don't, that's don't, the effort you make? Out of the water cooler. Yeah. Go, like, you know, go threaten somebody. Go punch Mr. Met in the face right in front of Mrs. Met and point <laughs> at her. Point what are you going to do? Go point at her and make a lewd fucking hand gesture. Yeah. Screw it. Why not? I mean, e- e- even that Giants player was getting rubbed out on the side of the sidelines this Sunday <laughs> by the athletic trainer. Just saying. Go what, to the videotape, Nick. What, ha- what happens in England stays in England. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I agree. Listen, if you if they were trying to get in his head, mission not accomplished because he came out and pitched better after that. <laughs> Dude, yeah. you, we're not getting in that guy's head. You pissed him off. Yeah, that, that's what it was. It, that's what it came down to. It was a great. Now you pissed him off. Is that what you want? And you know what the ridiculous part about it is? Didn't Joe Musgrove throw a, a no-hitter this year? Yeah, he did. So why is it unheard of for him to be pitching great against the Mets? No, I know. Crazy. Think about it. I, I don't understand that. Oh, oh, he must be cheating because uh, because he he's only given up one hit. I'm fairly confident he pitched a game in which he gave up zero hits this year. So I don't understand how it's unbelievable that you haven't gotten more than one hit. Yeah. Seriously. But, I, uh... yeah, I honestly I thought that was embarrassing. The other issue that I saw with the, the that third game was uh, I'm pretty sure Mets fans are really stupid. Just, just unbelievably dumb. Because clearly in the first two or three innings, Chris Bassett could not hear his pitch com because they're going, let's go, Mets, let's go. And they would not stop. And instead of sitting there and like being like, shh, offense at work, like in the NFL where you don't yell because you want your quarterback to call audibles and whatnot, they kept going. And then batters are stepping out of the box because they're sitting there going like, wait a second. This guy's taking too long to deliver a pitch because he doesn't know what he wants to throw. And and Mets fans are like, oh, boo, they're messing with Bassett. No, he can't hear because you people won't shut up. Yeah. Dude, I mean, listen, Mets fans, especially the Mets fans at the stadium in that game, were, were chanting cheater. It's like. I was pathetic, too. Dude, who, so who are you chanting cheater at? Your own manager? Were they saying yeah. boo or boo earns? Like. <laughs> Seriously, that that's I'm like boo earns. <laughs> that that that's the effect of that stadium, City Field. It's just and Met fans in general, and that's why I get aggravated. You know what? We made a couple quips really quick about you know Met fans were real quick to be like, oh, you paid Garrett Cole thirty six million dollars to get you to one extra game for you know. It's like yeah, well, he gave up three earned runs. Your guy got paid forty three point three three million dollars and gave up seven earned runs. <laughs> Was it worth two extra games? You know. Yeah. Three extra games, whatever. No, it, it's it, it, come on. We, we're gonna play semantics. It, it's just dumb. Don't talk shit though when you haven't won oh, anything no, no, no. since '86. Cut the crap. Like, and that's what pisses me off. And again, Met fans who are sitting there like, "Oh, it's bullshit that we happen to be in the division with the Braves. We won a hundred and something games. You, you, we should, yeah." And guess what? You had the lead for a hundred and twenty something days, and you yeah. blew it. Two years in a row. Shame on you. Like and something games. And they, yeah. Uh, Dude, shame on you. I, I don't want to hear how, oh, it's not fair that we play in a division. Would you rather play in a division with the Dodgers? Would that make a difference? Yeah. Oh, no, that's right. It wouldn't. Cut the shit. The Yankees, you you the had the lead division. for most of the year, and you blew it. 
When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale. Order fulfilled and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Oh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Yankees played a division that one year with 2018 against the Red Sox. They both yeah. won over 100 games. Yeah. And the Yankees, the Yankees won over 100 games and they had to play the Red Sox in the first round. Yep. Like, it happens. Deal with it. Granted, the Yankees lost, but still, you just deal with it. You got to – you take what, what year was this? Record your record, but you got to deal with it when it comes to the postseason. You just have to handle your business, and the Mets couldn't do it. No, they could not. Yeah, I, I think that they're, them losing and getting swept by the Braves in, um, what, two a week before the season ended? The last week of the their, season, yeah. Yeah, contributed to their losing – for the rest of the game, like the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, it definitely definitely stuck with them. It was, uh, what, the second oh. last series of the season. All they had to win was one game uh, to try to stay tied with the with the Braves. They couldn't do that. They got swept by the Braves, and then they were able to beat, you know, beat the Nationals three straight, but, you know, that didn't really matter at that point. And then uh, they have the wild card, and they just they just couldn't – their offense just couldn't show up. That, I, that I love seeing – They did really well, but that was it. What the I fuck? love seeing Reeves throw the body, you know what I mean? Right now there's uh, 15.1 seconds left in the Rangers game. Tied up, Tampa Rangers 1-1. And the Rangers are currently beating the Tampa Bay Lightning in shots on goal, 32-16. to It has been an absolute shooting gallery in the second period if you're not watching at home. Uh, the Rangers uh, have kept zone pressure uh, predominantly all of the second period. And it's just it, it's exactly what you want to see. Out the gate, first game, shoot the puck. I mean, we chanted it how many times in, in our lifetimes, Nick, in MSG? Shoot the puck, shoot the puck. Oh, They're over two on power plays uh, so far, but they have a shorthanded goal, which I mean, I think adds up to more than a power play goal. But I'll take either one. End of the second period, tied one-one. I am excited for this year. I like what I'm seeing so far. All that being said, Nick, tell us what's going on the Yankee Josh Donaldson right? in the douchiest move in baseball. Once again, pimps a home run that is not a home run and gets thrown out at first base. <laughs> Josh Donaldson is the douchiest human being in the, that ball hit the top of the wall. It was did. not he pulled it? He pulled a Todd Zeal, except Todd Zeal actually made it to second base. Todd Zeal ran. <laughs> 
I, I don't know what's going on right now. I I, Why I do these guys not understand that the ball has to go over the wall? Yeah, that's not a home run. Oh, it, it, this happened like three weeks ago, too. It hit. It hit they're saying he's a fan. He's not. It, the, I think the, the beer man is saying that it hit his beer can. No. The Bud Light guy is saying that it hit his that it hit his Bud Light tray because his Bud Light tray was sitting on the ledge. No, I think it hit the top. And can't, did it, I think it, it hit the, hit the top, top of the wall. If it hit it, yeah. if it hit it at all, it, hit it was ever so slapped the Bud Light and came back in, but that, that's not the case. That's not a home run. Sorry. Much as I want it to be, it's not a home run. Once again, Josh Donaldson, you run hard until a fan catches the ball. Yeah, once again, Josh Donaldson, being the classic douche that he is, gets thrown out at first base because he's trotting around the bases instead of it's running It's as hard. if it takes too much effort or you're going to embarrass yourself by running hard around the bases. Yeah. As if, like, anybody's going to sit there and be like, I can't believe you ran hard. It's a home run, stupid. You know what the crazy part about it is? The guy that hit 62 home runs this year would have would have ran hard. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. He would have ran hard. And, I, and, again, I probably brought this up a few times on this show, but I'll never forget Aaron Judge saying why he doesn't pimp home runs. When he was in high school, that he had a scout at the game. He hit a ball he thought was a home run. He pimped it, and he only got a single because it hit the top of the wall, and he just felt like a jackass. And he was yeah. like, oh, for the rest of my life, I'll never sit there and watch the ball. I run. It's <laughs> uh, pretty funny. McNeil on uh, Twitter, Yankees cost themselves a run because their dumb fans can't catch. <laughs> it's a fair point. The beer guy was there. The was, why is the beer guy sitting in, uh, sitting over there? Like, get to fucking delivering beer, guy. Maybe someone was buying beers. He's watching yeah, the game. But you don't put your damn beer basket on the top of the wall. It's a person you're serving. Right? It Probably didn't even hit the beer basket. Let's be honest. It hit the corner edge of the wall. I don't. I don't it disagree. But I'm edge. saying is Donaldson thought it that it hit. It went over because that beer basket was there. I don't think that's what Donaldson. So I think Donaldson. He's a douche anyway. Like Donaldson starts off giving the Yankees a two-one lead and pimped it out. Not for nothing. Why aren't you running anyway? Because you can't see if it, if it hit the bar, if it hit a fan, if it hit the top of the wall. You can't see. So run, asshole. Oh, and that's a run scoring if Donaldson's on second base. Oh, 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 who gets behind the bat? I'll get to the player. IKF, go, 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 go. Stand up triple, triple for IKF <laughs> on the E9. Which, by the way, if Donaldson's on second base, that scores a run. But Donaldson was more first. Concerned. Let's say he yeah. realized it and stayed on first. He still would have scored there. Yeah. Maybe. <sighs> Maybe. You're overestimating how fast Donaldson is. Yeah, but that ball went all the way to the wall. That's plenty of Yeah, I, again, you're overestimating how fast Donaldson. <laughs> I guess you're right. Just because IKF made it to third doesn't mean Donaldson makes it to third. To, to you're home. right. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's true. Donaldson would have been like just jog, jogging into second still. But, right but you now. see, uh, listen, I'm not the biggest IKF fan, but you see him running hard got, got him on third base. And now we're yeah. set up with Trevino. Batting right now with less than two outs with a runner on third. We should have a lead right now, but Donaldson was more concerned about looking good than playing good. Mm-hmm. And again, the douchiest man in sports. He's tied up there in baseball, at least with, with Tim Anderson. Tim Anderson. I knew you were going to say Tim Anderson. Tim Anderson, the douche. He just he has a very punchable face. Him and Josh Donaldson, oh, they're just both the most antagonistic, annoying baseball players that exist today. Let me ask you guys something. How did you feel about the ALDS roster? Did you like that Peraza was left off or no? 
No, absolutely not. I don't understand why Marvin Gonzalez is on, on this has a spot, right? I don't and, understand that. And Aaron Hicks. I guess Aaron Hicks, you need an outfielder, an extra outfielder, but I mean I mean Aaron Hicks. Aaron, they might as well be the same player, except Gonzalez can play the infield. So if you're gonna keep yeah, one of them, I'd keep Gonzalez. If yeah, I if Peraza, I was gonna Peraza play outfielder, right? Peraza does not. No, he does not. Yes, yeah, so you had to you had to keep Hicks over. And there goes Trevino flying out, sack fly to center field. There you go. Situation. The Yankees would be up two to one right now. Three to one, excuse me. If Josh Donaldson wasn't such an overbearing douche nozzle. But douche. I digress digress with with that. (laughs) Um, So so obviously we have our teams that moved on. Let's talk a little NFL. I think we all had a great weekend when it came to the NFL. Oh, hell yeah, we did. A little London calling for the Giants. Let's go, baby. Big upset. Drop a, I guess this is some new vernacular I'm not unawares of, but apparently it's called a 40 burger. I don't know why it's a 40 burger. Oh, they've always said that. Always heard that. You where, heard that? Where does burger, burger come from? Uh, I don't know. Just that's It'd be funnier if, if like, it was 30 points and you called it a crave case. <laughs> that's exactly. obviously more apropos, <laughs> if I may say so. Because but, everybody uh, loves a freaking Crave case. Everyone. The Jets drop a a, a 40 burger, quote unquote, on the I, I would have you know a 40 piece nugget would have been better on the um it's true. on the dolphins. Um and then I gotta say, as a as just I don't know if people follow this, but the AFC East, if you really listen to like the fans, like I'm not a fan of Bills fans simply because they're classless and they, I don't understand the whole mafia thing where they're from Buffalo, where there is no mafia. Um, but they're not nearly as not fucking really just person. horrible human beings as Dolphins fans and Pats fans. I think it's, it's more uh, the mafia aspect of it is because they are, are, you know, still technically New Yorkers. They are Americans and their closest neighbors, Canadians. So obviously they look a little tougher in that light considering who their neighbors are. But again, still not like, what would you call like a hillbilly group? I got it. Bill's clan. That's, I think that's more appropriate. Yeah, but you can't say clan. I mean, then, then it seems like, you know, all hillbillies are like racist and that's not true. <laughs> all mean, hillbill- that- if you're from Scotland, then you come from a clan. Connor McLeod of the Clan McLeod. Yeah, but it, I mean, I don't think there's that big of an Irish. Uh, it's not Boston. It said Scotland. I'm just Con- saying. Connor McLeod of the Clan McLeod is not Irish. He's Scottish. I'm just saying. Irish, Scottish, friggin' Welsh. You, you, I'm just throwing things out there because you don't. You definitely don't have a big Sky- Scottish crowd in Buffalo. You Hold don't on. have a big Welsh crowd in Buffalo. Uh, dude, there might be like three Asian people in Buffalo. We we have to do a census. You're, you're just throwing random things out there. Wu-Tang Clan is not in fucking is not Irish or Scottish or Welsh either. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you I don't know if you know this, but they're not one to fucking earmuffs. I understand. Buffalo is filled with mostly people from New York that have been there for a very long time. I would say more, more Germanic than anything. Uh, I think they're like, what's your, they're what's like your point here? Where did this go? 
Oh, no, I'm saying say, that so, Dolph, uh, Dolphins fans and, and Pats fans are the douchiest fans in the world. And nothing I've seen from Dolphins Twitter has been uh, anything like just taking one. Because they beat the they beat the, pa- the Bills, right? The Bills yeah. are missing two all-pro safeties and their defensive tackle, right? Mm-hmm. So obviously they're at a, they're they're not at their best. They're missing their two all pro safeties and they're missing their tackle. And and every single Dolphins fan sitting there going, "Oh, don't sit there and blame it on the injuries. Don't blame it on the injuries." But then the Jets drop a forty piece on the freaking Dolphins. Well, we were you were on our third string quarterback. I'm sorry, the Jets were on their third and fourth string quarterback all of last year. It's true. Uh I don't know. I, I have a, a little bit. I'm more on the other side of it because I don't think Tua is that great of a quarterback to begin with. I don't so for uh, Tua to do what he did against the Bills is more, I think, uh, an indictment on their defense and the, I guess, the trap game, so to speak, that they didn't show up for. I think that that's what killed them. Um, I think that you could still, if uh, the, especially with the type of player Josh Allen is and the high-powered offense that we've seen from the Bills, there's no reason that the defense could have held them to less points. It's just it was a game they slept on, and they got served. End of story. I I, I, I don't like the injury excuse either one way or the other. I mean, you know, I get it. Two safeties are gone, but I would argue I think Teddy Bridgewater would have fared better than Tua in that game because Teddy Bridgewater has a better arm than Tua. So, so yeah. I wasn't saying that the Bills had an excuse. I'm saying is is that Dolphins fans were telling Bills fans don't use the injury thing as an excuse. And then the following week or two weeks later, I guess. Oh yeah, no, using I understand your point. That's yeah, I understand the point. I don't know if they know this, but Tua and, nor Teddy Bridgewater play defense, and Brees Hall carved them up for 197 all-purpose yards and a touchdown. And uh, again, the media just hates the Jets. Oh, but Zach Wilson hasn't thrown over over for three three hundred yards. I couldn't care less. Who gives a shit if they're winning? In the words of Herm Edwards, "You play to win the game." Yeah. I couldn't give a shit less if my quarterback hands it off a hundred <clears> times <throat> a game and you win by thirty points every time. Sounds like he's a lucky and, guy. And again, <laughs> to reiterate what we've been saying all year, once again, Trevor Lawrence puts up. Zero, and people are still on his jock. He gave the Thursday night game a run for its money for most shittiest fucking game of the week. Okay? (laughs) Most shittiest game of the week. He gave it a run, and people will still act like Trevor Lawrence is going to be something great, and he's not. I'm sorry, he's not. He had one good game, and that was against the Colts, and that was it. It, It's just... He hasn't done anything else. No, it's just I don't understand. I don't understand where his value comes from. I understand that he was the first overall pick. Congratulations. You know what's funny too, TJ? You're talking about that? They got they drafted Trevor Lawrence and got rid of Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew's numbers through the same amount of game as Trevor Lawrence. He has like 17 more touchdowns, some like ridiculous number, so many yeah. more yards, and he has two more wins than Trevor Lawrence does in his career. And yet they got rid of Gardner Minshew for Trevor Lawrence, obviously your number one pick in the draft, you're going to do it. But I mean, you think about it, you had a quarterback that was able to play and you got, they're so high on him, dude. You cannot watch uh, uh, an NFL breakdown or sports center or anything like that without them talking about him and giving him airtime. It's like, okay, let's see those plays that he made. We'll wait. Oh, 11 for 19. Oh, 
Whoa! Yeah. Oh so, my god! And then end of the footage. Done. Yeah, Great job. It's just it's that it's that ESPN Sports Center mentality of just like we follow the star. Like he's he was. So what makes him a star? People well because he was popular in college. He won national championships. People know him from uh, from Clemson. So it's so like, is Tim right, Tebow, and he got shit on week after week. I'm not saying yeah, it wasn't Tim right Tim or wrong. Was on ESPN every single fucking week. Yeah, they were so shitting like, on him. No, but either way, there was still always something about Tim Tebow. If the team people do well, he was going to be there all, all day. You can talk about Tim Tebow. If Tebow, Tim Tebow did bad, he was going to be on ESPN the entire time. Like, it didn't matter. They were – they go right. to people who were – like LeBron James. Like, the same thing. LeBron I get James it. But every time Trevor Lawrence – Trevor Lawrence has had, like you said, one good game. But yeah. they won't shit on him. Oh, I got what you mean. You're saying you're not, they're not shitting on him. They're yeah. pimping right. him. They're still that pimping him. They're pimping him as a stud. And watch yeah. when Dak Prescott comes back. They'll pimp him as a stud. And it's like, hey, buddy, your team's winning without you. Yeah. yeah. You're the problem. Yeah. I, it's it simple math. It's simple math. You're yeah. the problem. So yeah. uh, let's let's talk about this for a quick second. Uh, without without getting too far, the Jets had a great game. Brees Hall, amazing game. Sauce Gardner, his first interception uh, as, a, as a professional. And he got a safety. I just want to safety. point out. Dude. I just want to point out that if Tua, Tongo Vailoa, Tongo Invisible N Vailoa, I don't know where that N comes from. It literally says Taago. I don't know where there's, there's no N there. Like, is there supposed to be an N there? Because there's an apostrophe. They could have just put the N where the apostrophe is. How am I supposed to assume there's an N in this man's last name? Like, that's just the weirdest thing in the world. Anyhow, in that first snap where Tua, excuse me, where uh, Sauce gets that safety, he knocks Tua out of the game, too, and they're playing with Teddy Bridgewater. Just want to point that out to all the Dolphins fans, that if you didn't realize this. That's about if, the cleanest hit, too, that you could put game, on a quarterback. If it's the same game and you've got your starting quarterback in there, Sauce still knocks him out of the game, too. You may not be willing to admit that, but it's true. It, yeah. it is. He knocks him out of the game, especially with how frail he is. He knocks him out of the game. And when you're playing with Teddy Bridgewater and you still lose. It, it, it just the only way you got any yardage whatsoever was on bullshit defensive pass interference calls. Absolute yeah. horseshit defensive pass interference calls. But I digress. I want to talk about the uh, the Giants because I, I'll, I'll circle back to the Jets and the Giants and we'll encompass the entire league after we talk about the Giants. Um, I, I and I, Anthony, I know you think I'm hating. I'm not hating. I don't understand how the Giants are four and one. I don't. If you look at every other team that's got anything, they have a player where you're like, that guy's fucking dangerous. The Giants have Saquon, and that's it. And that segues to my, are we going back to a running league? Because all the teams that are winning right now, except for maybe the Chiefs, and they do have a running game, but not the greatest running game, have a decent quarterback, or at least almost decent, a solid defense, and they can run the damn ball. But more importantly, they have running backs that can catch the ball. I yeah. think what I, listen. I think you can't discount Saquon's numbers because it, he's no. doing something special so far this season. Saquon, right, it, it's it's he's a stud, dude. He's a stud so he's far this healthy. year. Yeah, and he's finally healthy, which is nice to see. They're doing different things with them. They were doing uh, they were doing what was the Wildcat? He was taking the straight the straight snaps, direct chat, direct snaps to him. That was fun to see. You also see him. He's getting out involved in the in the in the passing game as well, and he's running the ball really well. I mean. It was uh, the game last week against the Bears where he was like four or five yards behind the, the line of scrimmage. It's like a 39, and he turned it into like a 20-yard run. It was an incredible play. And then this this week was the pass play. It's him outside. It was a huge 
a huge play on that drive to get this game-winning touchdown. They threw it out to him, and he just juked the shit out of the defender. Defender was, like, gone, and Saquon had a free probably another 20 yards in the play. Saquon is a beast, and I get what you're saying. Nick, I, I get it. The the Giants, they're 4-1. and one. Are they shocking? They're shocking to people who are me, me as well, like any Giants fan. They're shocking. And we're, we're just along for the ride. We're just enjoying it. It's like one of those things where – it's our, entertaining. Our it's entertaining. From the outside looking in as a Jet fan, it's entertaining as shit. Yeah. And, you know, Daniel Jones, he was hurt. He showed up for that London game, and he played really well. When Saquon went out, he had that drive. It was no Saquon. It was Matt Breda, and it was just Daniel Jones, and he was making the plays with his feet. He would he, – you saw him. Like, he, like, old Daniel Jones would have made shit passes, and you saw him, like, pumping like he was about to throw the ball downfield, and then he just tuck it and ran for 10 yards. He got the first down. It was like he was making better decisions. He's slowly getting better. He's finally what I think would a better offense, us, uh, uh, you know, system than the years before with like Joe Judge and Pat Shermer and what was he? I think he was there for McAdoo. No, I don't know if he was there for McAdoo. No, he wasn't. No, he but, wasn't. I mean, you're just you're seeing Daniel Jones finally get a little bit better. I'm not saying he's the guy, but he's definitely getting more to that decent level of being a quarterback where he's making smart decisions. Hold on, that's that. That was going to be my question for you. Do you think the Giants put him on, let's say, a three-year contract as a stopgap for a draft pick that may pan out, may not pan out? Or do you think they go for somebody else? Because it's decision time now. And it's almost like the Eli Manning situation uh, where it seemed going into this year, and obviously, like we said, the different uh, coaches and stuff, that they're moving away from Daniel Jones, end of story. And, and now all of a sudden they find themselves four and one, and Daniel Jones is not a detriment to the team. He's yeah. actually part of the winning strategy yeah. and able to, you know, essentially utilize this new game plan and and listen to his new coach and create wins and, you know, not not throw turn the ball over, not do what he's was known to do and what we've made fun of him over the past couple of years for. So, do you think the Giants use him as a stopgap? Maybe give him a two or three year contract. Because I don't know how high the market's going to be for somebody like Daniel Jones going forward. And even if he just ends up being a backup, great, whatever. You know he's a serviceable backup. Or do you think they just move on and try to either trade or draft somebody and go with that? So I don't think the quarterbacks coming out of college this year are going to be are going to light the world on fire either, similar to last, last season. Um, I, I think with the way Daniel Jones is right now, it depends on how the rest of the season goes. You know, he's still injury prone. He did got hurt. He got, did get hurt. The week before, and luckily he was able to step up and play in London. But you still worry about his injury problems because he hasn't, he still has never played a complete season. Obviously, this year he has so far, but we still have to see where he's going to go with that. I think it depends on where the Giants end up this season. If the Giants make the playoffs, maybe a two year contract. Like, what's the, what's the harm right now? If you have a guy who's in offensive system, he's able to click with Dable and they're doing very well together and they're able to make an offense that works, score some points, then why not keep him on for a year or two? At this point, where he's playing this, the, the, the first five weeks, I'm like, man, they probably should have given him that fifth year option because now he might be looking for a little bit more, you know, in the market. I, mean, I don't think the market's gonna be crazy out for him, but I mean, I don't think I so either. I wouldn't be surprised if you see him out there, you know, trying to get something from the Giants, something small, maybe a little one or two years just to get something going, like just to keep him around. Uh, but I, mean, I don't, I just don't think the answers in the draft at this point. I don't think. Uh, it's out there in free agency, unless someone huge comes available. I was going to say, do you think the the Giants have enough money in the cap to go after Jimmy G? 
So I think I think this year, after this year, they get a lot of money coming off because they're still in like cap hell because of Gettleman. So I think next year they're a little bit they're a little better place. I just don't know if they have the money for someone like Jimmy G. He might be asking for a lot. Quarterbacks right now in free agency are getting a ton of money. Even these extension guys, you know, and Lamar Jackson's gonna be yeah. a free agent next year. How much money is that guy gonna ask for? Imagine having Lamar Jackson be a giant and you have an offensive system that is good for a mobile quarterback. Like that's what Dable did. Well, with Josh I was going to say, I think Lamar in Lamar Jackson's case, he's going to go for a longer contract, more guaranteed oh, money, ju- just because the obviously the the injury prone, uh, yeah. you know, blown out knee and career over. It, we've seen it time and time again with mobile quarterbacks. It's oh, yeah. there, so yeah. he's definitely going to be looking for a big time okay. paycheck. And a long, long contract. So I think I think the injury concern with somebody him is not so much that he's mobile; it's that he's not big. I'll, I'll give an example: multiple quarterbacks very similar to him. Zach Wilson is somebody that you have to be concerned about because he's small. Drew Brees was not necessarily mobile, but small. You got to be concerned about Kyler Murray. You got to be concerned about he is not big. Doug Flutie you had to be concerned about he is not big. Um, you're Russell less concerned, and that was Anthony Rizzo with a deep fly ball to right field, back toward the wall, and gone. Adios, Senor Pelota. Spike Let's Lee go, loves it, baby. Home run, yeah. Anthony Rizzo after Judge stole second and then advanced to third on the error by the catcher. Yankees take the lead four to one in the bottom of the sixth inning, and that might be it for Cal Quantrill. With 84 pitches here in the sixth, the, the Cleveland Guardians. Um, have uh have somebody warming up in the pen. That might be a that might be it for him. But uh, Yankees need to lead four one here in the bottom of the sixth. Anthony Rizzo. Uh, nobody beats the Riz. Nobody um, beats the Riz. Yeah, man. that'll do it. That'll do it for Cal Quantrill. He pitched admirably, I will say. Um, he did pitch really well. But hey, did uh, you guys realize we forgot something? What's that? Um, it's third period bourbon time. <laughs> I was already drinking bourbon the whole game. Oh, well, Barkley Goudreau with a tripping penalty. Dave tweeted us saying that it was dirt period bourbon time. The first of many. Let's get the season started off right. You have some Eagle River, Dave. Nice, nice, uh, nice selection. Oh, man. I guess I have to go get a glass. I will be right back. Yeah. But, glass uh, so, so with regard to the Giants, and again, I know you're thinking I'm hating. I'm not hating it, but let's be real. Right. Well, I wanted, yeah. I wanted to get to this before TJ asked me about Daniel Jones, but I'll, I'll go ahead. Ask your question. I'll get to it. I, is it that they're four and one because they're the real deal? Or are they four and one because the teams they're playing are just not good? Because I honestly don't see the, the we're talking about who's the star, right? You look at the Packers, they have Aaron Rodgers, and he has no supporting cast whatsoever. Yeah, he does. I agree. With that. Alan Lazar to be fucking serious right now. Even Aaron Jones isn't what he was. He's not. He's good, but he's not he's not the stud he used to be. No. You know? So so and honestly, I don't think there's anybody on their defense that I'm really looking at going, wow, I'm really nervous about that guy. That's that lockdown corner. That's that That's that ball hawk free safety or he's going to blitz off the edge linebacker or or even defensive end that's going to slap around my offensive line. Like, I haven't gone to Green Bay in a long time feeling confident about the Jets, but I feel pretty good about the Jets right now simply because the Giants beat the fucking Packers this week. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I I think what it comes down to is, the Giants play really good team defense, and yeah, you, know, you don't have that like guy blowing up like the plays, but they have players that are there that are capable and that are that could become stars. You have Xavier McKinney, right? I think he's in his second year. Uh, he's playing pretty well so far. You have Tate Crowder. He he was drafted in twenty twenty. This is his third season. He's been a starter every year, 
and he's finally making a much bigger step. There was a couple of plays he almost had like interception late in that uh, late in that fourth quarter to sealed the game up. I mean, it's 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 more. Dexter Lawrence is also playing really well. Dexter Lawrence is playing great. Dexter Lawrence is playing very well. I will say that he's he playing well. Leonard Williams has been hurt, so you really haven't seen too much from Leonard Williams. I listen, Leonard Williams played for the Jets. There's nothing about Leonard Williams that impresses me. <laughs> nothing at all. His fro. That's about. You know what impresses me? He got a commercial with Google or something like that at one point. I still can't figure out why, but that was pretty impressive that he got that commercial in the first place. Well. He he had a not this year, but I think a couple of years ago he had a really good he had a lot of sacks. Oh, and there was it was his contract was year. Contract year, yeah. Contract yeah, year. yeah, I forgot about that. So that's why he played he played out of his mind. But I think with you know, Kayvon is young. I think he's gonna become that elite guy eventually. You have Aziz on the other side. Listen, are they not they're not blowing up plays like you want to see? You're not getting the sacks numbers there. But I think the Giants play enough good team defense. Like I think Holmes was playing, he's been playing pretty well in the secondary. You have a Dory Jackson out there in secondary as well. He's playing really well. So I think it's just I think it's just a team defense. I know you're saying like, oh, like you need that that big star. But I'm not saying you need that star, but I'm saying is is that every team that's successful has that star. There's very few teams that have no ones. They have the one star, it's a Saquon. But besides that, who they really have, usually you kind of have it on both sides of the ball. You have the like, yeah, like you know, talking about Let's say for the Rams, for example, you have Aaron Donald and they have Cooper Cup. You know, there's always another player on the other side of the ball where you're like, oh, that guy's – he's a game wrecker. You know, he's the, he's the one you want to look at. He's the one you want to game plan against. But I think the Giants is just playing really good team ball, and I think that's important too. Like, you don't have to have that stud that stands out. I mean, Dexter Lawrence so, is, playing, is playing really well. I mean, I don't want to say he's at the level of like Aaron Donald, no, but Dexter Lawrence is – He's playing have, very good He's football. playing really good football. If he made the Pro Bowl, I would not be shocked. But then again, yeah. they canceled the Pro Bowl, so I don't know if anybody <laughs> will make the Pro Bowl. But we'll, uh, we'll be doing one of those uh, one of those drills, like, I don't know, some, like the seven-cone drill or some shit to, uh, to win the Pro Bowl. I used to like when they did the skills challenge, but I used to like it better when they did the skills challenge and they allowed, like, an old-timer to come back and do a foot race with everybody else. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. That was always fun. Um, the Giants four wins this year, a squeaker against the Titans to start the season off. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Oh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Um, they beat the Panthers, who fired their coach already. 
Yeah, they're bad. Matt Matt Rule's already been fired. Um, they beat – one second. Sorry, I'm looking at this very slowly. The Bears. They lost to the Cowboys, which – They beat the Bears and they beat the Packers. They beat the Bears and the Packers, which Justin Fields, like, I have zero interest or confidence in Justin. And we have a Rangers goal. Who is it? Who is it? Just got back with my third-period bourbon. And I walk into a Rangers goal. Watch the replay right now. Zabanajad. Mika again. Oh, one-timer from Zabanajad. That was the second goal tonight, huh? Second goal tonight. Putting the Rangers Conor up 2-1. to last, one. Year, last year, he started off cold. Two goals yes. right here in the first game. But I, so I, I'm just sitting here, and, I, and again, the Jets are in the same boat. But at the same time, the Jets beat the Browns with their backup quarterback. So I'm kind of like, mm-hmm. and at the same time, you look at somebody like Brees Hall and you're like, okay, this guy might be a star. No, but I think I said it to you before, maybe not on the podcast because I haven't been on a while, but I definitely texted you. I said, if the Giants make the playoffs this year, it's because of their schedule. Like oh, the yeah? Giants have one of the weakest schedules. And Do you know they? what? They're, yeah, because they were last place. Well, hold last. on. To be fair, when we talk about weak schedule, we're talking about before the season, not after. Yeah, before the season. Yeah. So at the end of the season, they, it might prove that they had the strongest schedule because they played a lot of games against their own division, which is doing very well. No, you're, you're right, but they've also like the Packers probably would have. You probably would have thought the Packers would have been higher up. That would have been a tough game, but it really, I mean, it was a tough game because they had to come back. Like first of all, this game this week was incredible. The comeback. They're any down England game back. is a tough game. Any England game. Any yeah, London game. You're going, across, you're going across. You're going across an ocean to play a football game, and you're playing 9 a.m. in the morning in New York, but. Obviously, out there, it's what it is the afternoon, one, two, or three o'clock. But also, this game was they were down 20 to 10, right? And they gave up the only points they gave up in the second half were two, were two points. And that's because they gave them the two points and a safety on a punt because to, to waste more time off the clock before giving the ball back, which was a great play by Dable to do that instead of trying to force a punt and then giving them good field position. So, you got to think about it, the Giants pitched a shutout in that second half of that game, trailing 20 to 10 going into that half, which is that that's. That's that's what's key about this this team this year, is the defense and the offense are finally like clicking and they're playing much better. So granted, yes, you're the question I have again is we're looking at the Packers. Who on the Packers other than Rodgers should I be worried about? No, but that's what I'm saying. I'm I agree with you. I'm saying right now before the season started, you probably look at the Packers on the Giants' schedule. So that might be a game they're going to lose because the Packers are the Packers. It's still Aaron Rodgers, but now the Packers aren't the Packers anymore. They don't really have who's it? Randall Cobb and Alan Lazard. Like I said, Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, like they don't have Lewis. weapons there, you know. And the defense, I mean, the defense didn't have that stud either for that team. Jar Alex, who was it? Jarier Alexander is like really their their big star on yeah. that team, but he's not he's not a game wrecker. He's a good player, but he's not a game wrecker, you know. So I mean, yeah, I, I think the I, Packers uh, are definitely on on a downswing. If we're looking at the Giants' wins this far, I think the Titans' win is the best, the most impressive. Titans' win was because it was. It started the season off and it started the, uh, the season on a right on the right foot, as opposed to the last you know how many seasons the Giants have lost their home opener in a row, you know, and then even going going down o two o three like you know it's it was difficult to get out of that hole every year, and you know there's no there was no positivity as a Giants fan. So this year, winning that game, winning the first two games, the game against the Panthers as well was a tight one. It was one one by a field goal. So so, so just, nice to be on a positive foot for once. Does that worry you at all that you're barely squeaking by teams like the Bears and the Panthers? No, because it's still like the Bears, the Panthers, and the Titans were all really tight games. 
The Titans are a good football team, and they've proven that to this point. They're starting to win football games. Yeah, no, they are, but I'm saying they're, they're, finding their, they're going back to their identity. But the Bears and the Panthers are bad football teams to the point where the Panthers coach has already been fired. We're not even halfway through the season yet, and they're like, yeah, we've seen enough of you. We're go- Goodbye. Yeah. Literally, they gave him the AOL. Goodbye. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's – it's it's is concerning obviously because then you play against better teams than that and you're worried about how how are we going to fare and you saw against Dallas against Dallas Cowboys they Giants didn't really play that well in that second half and they blew that game, um, but you you got to think about it where they're playing in tight games and they're winning them so it's always like that good experience you know have those tight games those those tight moments where you got to make a play you got to do something to help your team win and they're getting that experience now I think you, it doesn't matter who is it against if it's the Bears. If it's against the Packers, no matter what the team it is, you're still getting that experience. You're still moving, uh, you know, helping these young guys, you know, click and play better. Well, I, I understand the experience aspect, but I'm saying, is it sustainable? It's the only time would tell. <laughs> I mean, Next, that's the question, isn't it? Is it yeah. sustainable? Is, is, is it, uh... I mean, it, it might not be. It might not be. We might be looking at this end of the year and say the Giants are four and thirteen. I mean, you no, but I'm know. just saying that that's like uh, that. That was a. That was a typical media question. Is it sustainable? I mean, you could ask that about anything. Hey, yeah. fossil fuel, is it sustainable? I don't know. Like, it's like my, my media, my media answer though, TJ, too. I said only time will tell. I don't have an answer for that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I honestly, I'm looking, I'm looking at the Giants, the way they're playing lately and they're winning. I don't see it as being sustainable. I just don't. I, it doesn't seem like there's a rhyme or a reason for why they're winning. It's just accidentally happening. I, I, think, they get to, I think they get to like seven or eight wins. I uh, I guess I mean I, I, I honestly don't even think the, I don't think the Jets the way they're playing is sustainable. That they have to make a an identifying choice about who they're going to be as a team. Now I think they can ride it for a little bit, sneak away with six wins off of the way they're playing, riding Brees Hall. But God forbid this kid gets injured. Knock on wood, you know, yeah. uh, they're fucked. Yeah. Unless they can go back to Garrett Wilson, go back to Tyler Conklin. Establish Michael Carter the second. Those guys. I, I think the Jets. The, the Jets are spreading around a lot, though. Not for nothing. I think they they're, they're getting a lot of the young faces involved, and you love to see it because we we have no like false sense of hey oh my god we're going to the Super Bowl this year like it, it's 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 not the season we're having. As a Jet fan, you're happy just to have that progression of your team especially with so many young guys on the team that are going to be here for a little bit. So it, it's just that next step, and it's a big step when you can get wins and you can surprise people and you can get the young guys involved and essentially put them in situations where it's sink or swim and they thrive. That is worth its weight in gold, 100%. And again, Zach Wilson just came back. I thought he had an incredible game. Uh I don't think the Dolphins' defense is any slouch of a defense, and I thought he did a great job. I thought the game plan was the great game plan. I think they utilized exactly what they needed to utilize. They knew they had the ground game. If you establish the ground game, you can sprinkle in the throws and make a difference, and I I think you have to establish either or. You have to establish the, the throws, and then sprinkle in the ground game for, you know, surprise little plays and little chunk yardage, or you establish the ground game like the Jets did, and then you open up the field for uh, Zach Wilson and, and enable him to essentially get the ball out to his receivers. 
So, I, dude, Wilson I love what really, they're doing. Zach Wilson has really improved on his play action this year. He really has. Um, that being said, that's a night for Garrett Cole. 101 pitches, seven, uh, six and a third innings, one run. Um, I don't have the full line in front of me right now, but decent performance from Cole. Definitely better than last season. One run and six and a third innings. Uh, and he I got mean, out of that jam in the third. His base is loaded right out. He picked up his defense on that on that big jam that he got into in the third. Um, eight strikeouts, eight strikeouts and six wow. and a third, four hits, uh, one walk. And you know what? 1.42 ERA for the guy that's supposed to be your ace. I'll take it. One I'll run. Take it. I'll take it. You know, um, that being said, uh, I think, do I, oh, one more thing with the NFL, unless you guys have more, you want to say, I got, I got a video to show real quick. Um, um, wait, you're gonna talk about the, the, the Giants, the, the trader? No, no, oh. I wasn't gonna talk. About oh, that. I was gonna be, oh, be so excited. I was not Just like I that. Was, he was, was excited, yeah. He was definitely excited. Uh, Nick, are you gonna talk about uh, our friend from the Raiders? Yes, talk about the Raiders Monday Night Football. Before we even get into the game, he made a charge. He followed against them. What was that? He may get charged. The guy filed a complaint with the police. Oh, great. He should get charged. It's obvious. It was so obvious. So, Fucking so, apology so, is such a half-ass bullshit apology, too. We'll yeah, take well, a look at this. And obviously, Savante Adams just shoved. I, I don't know if that's a boom operator or a cameraman, or he might be a repeater. Um, in, in the uh, Along the lines, you know, communications, the way it works is sometimes you're, you're – um, Frequency is not strong enough to go across the entire stadium, so they might have somebody carrying a mobile repeater to keep your signal going across the stadium so that there has continuity with your Wi-Fi or whatever frequency you're throwing out there. Devontae Adams just pushes this guy on the ground for no reason whatsoever. Actually, I won't say it's for no reason. It's for a reason. It's because he's mad that his football team just lost. And and he's a childish dick. I have Nick, never. I heard. Uh, I saw someone say on Twitter that uh, if he had shoved Hunter Renfro like that, they probably would have won. <laughs> that, that very well may be true. Um, <laughs> but but what what kills me is that's. I, I, listen, I'm not one of these people that's like an anti-bullying type person. I'm I'm a person that's about you know handle your business. But at work, where we where 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 we are employed. There is a real bullying thing. Like at work, it's not like on the schoolyard. On the schoolyard, it could bully you. You punch him in the face. You're equals. You're absolutely equals right. at, at school. If the teacher's bullying you, you're not equals. I mean, and, if and I, at the workplace, if the boss is bullying a subordinate, the subordinate can't turn around and punch the boss in the face and cost himself his livelihood. Just like this guy with the boom who's walking by, doing his job, minding his business, getting knocked down by an NFL wide receiver. He can't get up and punch the guy in the face. He loses right. his job. Like It'll be the worst thing that ever happens to him as a human being. So he has to sit there and just fucking take it. And as I'm talking, the New York Rangers score another goal to go up 3-1 here in the third period. Third period bourbon for the W. Who uh, who scored? I want to say it was Goodrow. Good, he's got it. I want to say it's Barclay Goodrow. I, I didn't see it. I was jammering on, but uh, yeah, like I, I think I think uh, Lingren fired it in, and then it bounced off Goodrow. All right, went in. So Goodrow with the goal. 
Rangers up three one here in the third period. But but again, it, it, to me, it's outright yeah, cool. bully. It's a it's a bully job. He knocks down a guy who can't defend himself because what's the guy going to do? Do you do you think he does that to some fucking swole dude on the sidelines? No, not at all. He doesn't do it to another player. He never does that to another player. But do you like it? Like even if uh, somebody like Marshawn Lynch's size, like that, just that he never does that to another top, player. Big up top, you know. He, hey, he never does that just, to another player. Not even another player. Like another just somebody. Player, so, not not another player though. So somebody somebody of that build. Somebody of a build that so. could possibly so. put him in the hospital. You think he pushes no, I, them? I, I think I, I think he I doesn't think push that. somebody that would fuck him up. I think he, I think he sized sized that guy up, saw that he was 165 pounds, and figured out oh, fuck this guy. I'm mad because my team and I suck. I I think he does that because he saw the guy was wearing a vest. And you're not important. That I think that's what that was. That was a, you have a vest on. You're not a referee and you're not a player and you're not a coach. Therefore, you are unimportant and I can hurt you. Which is worse. That That's far worse than you're small as a, as in stature. It's worse that you look at him as the, the job that he, it's like treating the janitor at your job like garbage. Because you're the CEO. That That's far worse than picking on somebody because of their stature. As Fresh a, cakes. As a, it, it, Fresh it cakes, Nick. Yeah. That's the yeah. only difference. Fresh cakes. Yeah. But but I think I think he pushed that guy because the guy was <sighs> a spec to him in regard to his position in the world, not because it, of the, the guy's physical stature. Either way, either way, it, it's it's a bad look. The apology is a fucking joke because the apology essentially is a lie. It's a straight out right in everybody's face lie. So it's and the team's not going to do anything about it. I, I hope that dude, I, I literally hope that dude literally gets him not only suspended, I hope he gets fined. And I hope that dude takes him to, to court and gets money out of it. I really do. I hope that dude literally goes to court with a fucking neck brace on. Like like Jack Nicholson in, in anger management, and sits there like, oh, I, I can't function as a human being anymore, and I'm scared to go to work. And this guy took that all from me, and he just takes a million dollars off the guy because that's I, uh, that's exa- essentially what has to happen. This video, courtesy of ESPN Sports Center, before they sue us for using their stuff. Before before I answer anything else, I'm gonna apologize. Hold on, guy running off the field. Let me restart that over for you. Sorry about that. That's such a dick. That's such a it's dickhead cool. apology just because he's essentially saying, oh, yeah, I was frustrated, but he also shouldn't jump in front of me. So, like, it's 50-50 blame game. It's like, no, you're an asshole. You're an asshole. Yep. Just, it, you know what? I would I would have accepted if he wa- went on and was like, I just want to acknowledge the fact that I was a fucking asshole today. I was frustrated at the game, and I took it out on the wrong per- person, and that's the shittiest thing I could have done. And I feel really bad about it, and I want to. I, I want to shake that dude's hand and really apologize to him eye to eye. That's a real apology. That's you know, something that you that guy could sit there and be like, you know what, dude, I appreciate that. There, there's the shenanigans about it for me, right? 
Um, you're Devontae Adams, all right? You're one of the premier players in the NFL. That guy works in the building. You don't have to send apologies through the media and through social media. If you really gave a shit, if you really cared, you'd have went and found the guy. You have the ability. Right. It's not like you couldn't walk to anybody that worked in the building and got and, and said, hey, can anybody find me that guy that I knocked down? I, I, I fucked up, and I feel really badly about it, and that it wasn't right, and I want to make things right with him as a man. Not, I hope he sees this on Twitter, because that, that was the other thing that he posted was, I hope this guy sees this on Twitter. Like, that, I hope this guy sees his apology on Twitter. My bad. I shouldn't have pushed you. It would have been That's better. It would have been better if you would have went in the stadium, found the dude, and said, listen, next next game, I want you to run out on the field with your microphone and American Gladiator me over the over the back, and I'm just going to go down and lay down and roll around a little bit. Let, let's – because let you know you what? You deserve a shot. You deserve a shot. And I'll, I deserve to roll around in front of the fans like I made you go down. I'd respect that. Yeah, I would, I would too. Listen, if you try to make a, a funny situation out of a bad situation – I got respect for that. I got respect for that. But again, he he didn't care. That's the long and short of it is that this bullshit apology that he gave a lot. Horrible. It, it makes it worse. Publicist, he's the fire. He makes it worse. His publicist needs to do a better job at what, what they're doing. For a little. Wait, can I just say one thing, though? That guy I could sue for. Oh, shit. Who is this guy? <laughs> and he'll win. It's clear. On, it's on video. Clearly on video. There's he. There's no jury in America that would be like, oh, no. His job is not him. to get hit by a player that's not playing a game. If if it's yeah. incidental contact on the course of doing his job because the game is being played is one thing. He literally got assaulted by him. Like, you can't just go shove somebody. If you walked in through the supermarket and decided to shove some old lady because she's grabbing avocados in front of you, and you're like, fuck you, bitch, I want those avocados, you're you're going to jail. You're going to jail. You can't You can't do that. Not even jail. I'm saying even, like, let's say he doesn't get criminally charged. Like civilly, he could sue for money, and he'll definitely. Of course, win. he can. He's definitely like running. You can't do this. I mean, that's just the one camera angle you have. You know how many people have cameras on that guy I mean, right you know now? How many cameras wait, there are? There's wait. probably so many of the videos they probably get to. Good to prove question: what? Do old people like avocados? Who doesn't like avocados? If you don't like avocados, you don't get. get dude, leave. You have to go. That's crazy talk. <laughs> how do you not like avocado? He's gone. I didn't do it to him. Who did it to him? You did it. No, I didn't do it. He did it to himself. Oh, he I told really, him he had to leave because it. he doesn't like avocados. He had, he did. And yeah, like I know Mc- he's at the bottom. Yeah. And like no, the McRib I'm the I'm the guest, so I'll go to the bottom. <laughs> Dude, uh, how do you not like avocados? I don't like avocado. I don't like the texture. You have avocado toast? Avocado toast is delicious. What about uh, cilantro? You a cilantro guy? I, I don't I I don't think of cilantro as something that you eat by itself. No, not at all. But some like, people you know, so food, yeah. cilantro is one of those things that it's either you are good with cilantro or you absolutely hate it. There's like there's yeah. no in between. There's some people like there's no like, oh yeah, cinnamon's okay, but I'm not like a fan. I'm not gonna put it on any French toast My wife or anything like, like that. Cilantro. Cilantro but, tastes like soap to like half the country or I like half the world. But it's yeah. like yeah, I love cilantro. Well, What'd you say? <laughs> Dude, if you, I'll tell you right now, I 100% will be in Hershey Park the weekend of uh, Halloween again. I asked my son, I'm like, hey, buddy, you want to do like your birthday party at a trampoline park or something like that? Or 
Like, what, what do you want to do? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, you want to go to Hershey Park for the weekend? He's like, yeah, let's do that. I'm like, sweet. What's he, what's he going to do for Halloween? He wants to be a pumpkin. I'm like, what? Really? He's going to pretend funny. to be TJ's kid because I've seen that kid. He's definitely not TJ's. <laughs> he's definitely my kid. He's handsome and he's annoying. <laughs> you know, it's funny. My daughter, my daughter had like picked out us like for all of us Halloween costumes for last year. Since last Halloween, she's like, Dad, you're gonna be you're gonna be a zombie. Mommy, you're gonna be a ghost. Baby's gonna be a pumpkin. I'm gonna be a witch for like last ten months. Look at our shocked faces that your daughter's calling the shots in your house. <laughs> Wait, so it gets better though. So just recently she's like, No, nah, I want to be a mermaid. I'm like, come on, what? I'm like, I can't I can't match up as a zombie. We've learned anything this year that mermaids can't be white, all right? Mm, mm. <laughs> Well, I have two of them because because we made Santa mermaid, we made Olivia mermaid as well. So she's forced into the mermaid. That's called oh. racial appropriation. Unbelievable. <laughs> Who is it? Hey, someone showed a video, a uh, picture of Ariana Grande when she first came up, and they're like Ariana Grande looked like Little Mermaid, like Ariel, and then like look at her ten years later, now she looks like Little Mermaid. <laughs> the new I was <laughs> I was watching uh, TikTok before, and they were doing like. Uh, like uh, during the movie and uh, actors, like what do they look like now? I had no idea that Jesse Smollett was in uh, the the Mighty. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah. I had no idea that was Jesse Smollett. Yeah. And then was. look where he is now. Is he in making jail? people racially beat him up in a fake fucking thing. Do <laughs> <laughs> you want to fall from grace? You can't be part of the Flying V and then make two dudes beat you up. For the sake of like racial divisiveness, it's not cool. He, he, he played be- Goldberg. Goldberg is like a meth head right now. <laughs> no, he was. He was. He cleaned himself up. He was. Oh, he's yeah. clean. But you know what's funny? He lost all that weight. So maybe meth is the way to go. Because if I can lose twenty pounds, I might do a little uh, meth action in my life. Go to clean out in, in uh, nice rehab. You know, is uh, that so bad? If I can have a six pack, maybe a month of meth is okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ, TJ. Jesus God. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I do not advocate meth. I have to put that up there. I do not advocate meth, and neither does the Scoreboard Addicts podcast. Jesus. We advocate yeah. third period bourbons. Yeah, we do advocate for third period bourbons. Although I was drinking my bourbon from the first through the third period. Sorry. Sorry, Dave. I, you had first I switched from beer. Third period bourbons. So I started off with a bourbon. But. Uh, I don't even know what the hell we were talking about just now. How do we even get? I don't here? know. We, we went off the rails a little bit. This one got away. From I us. mean, we've been on. We've been going for uh, an hour and twenty minutes now. I mean, we got two games going. Oh, we, we were talking about Devonte Adams being an absolute piece of shit. And then we ended up talking about the Little Mermaid and Halloween costumes, <laughs> and then Jesse. I mean, we brought it back around to total pieces of shit with Jesse Smollett. <laughs> His sister's hot, though. I'll tell you what. She's uh, what do you call it? From uh, she's originally Denise. from the Cosby Show, and then she's Denise from Full House. Yeah, yeah, and she's from the Cosby Show too. All right, boys, I, I, I'll be right back. Are you guys gonna? Are we staying on until the end of the game, or what are we doing? We're we gonna take a quick break and then come back for the recap. Yep, I think that's good, right, T? That's good with you. What? Take a quick take break? break and then come back for the recap. I mean, we got uh, a minute 47 left in this Ranger game, but it's three to one. We're it's gonna essentially do a Rangers over. recap, and then we're going to do a Yankees recap. Bang. Yeah. All right. That's fine with me. 
Love it. I got to feed the baby, though. So Call Dave. Get Dave on the line. Listen, I already told him. He said he's going to let him know because he's crazy with work right now. So You got to cut the bullshit with your innuendos, all right? Feed the baby. What does that mean? How is it that I'm not crazy with work, but he's crazy with work? I don't know. It's strange. That's what he said, though. Nah, I think he's just having 23 bourbons. I'll I'll tell you how. He's got to clean his leader hosing. I'll tell you how. Rank has his privileges. That's how. You know, it's funny. He uh, he entered that Stein chugging contest. He lost, though. He said he lost to a guy who, like, just swallows beers whole. Like, you know, like, doesn't even, like, like just one gulp just puts it down. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to open your like, throat. Like, like Jimmy the Fox? Jimmy the Fox. <laughs> Do you not know who Jimmy the Fox is? No, it's just a funny Somebody name, here though. never watched The Man Show. Oh, oh, yes, that guy. I love that guy. I know his name is Jimmy the Fox. Yeah, Ziggy Zaggy, Ziggy Zaggy, oi, oi, oi. Two beers straight back to back. Amazing. I got got news for you. I don't believe he was doing that. I truly believe that that was fucking, like, fucking, what's Magician's glass? (laughs) McSorley sized beers. No, they were like 12 ounce mugs. They weren't weren't, uh, 16 or 20 ounce mugs. That's for shit, sure. That was a shitty fucking double play. Jose Ramirez. Caught it and dropped it, and then it was a line drive to him. He dropped it. They turned to watch. Oh, wait, maybe. Oh, he's Bill the Fox. My bad. I said Jimmy the Fox. He's Bill the Fox. Oh, Bill the Fox. My bad. Like he My didn't drop bad. it on purpose, but that sucks because then Donaldson's not running. It's easily to turn two because the ball's hit so hard. All right. And the Rangers have uh, a good opportunity to get another goal three to one. Minute 20 left in the third period, and the Tampa Bay Lightning have pulled the goalie. Empty net. Come on. Give us one of these uh, anytime scores. Give us a Kreider. Give us a Fox or a Cock. Let's get a goalie goal right now. Igor. All right. Uh, I'm, um, I'm still dying for Igor to get a goal. Oh, absolutely. All right. Well, the Yankees keep going to the top of the eighth now. Um, Rangers gave us a bat over. You can go feed the baby. Are we doing a, we doing a, a little recap? out. We do like a different episode recap. What's that? Do, man. You do a different episode recap, or you're doing the Rangers recap as soon as the game ends right now? We'll do the Rangers recap as soon as this game ends right now. Oh, so you're gonna stay on the same feed? Yeah. All right. Well, oh, and Rangers take a shot at the empty net. Oh, and it's off the left post. Who was it? Who was scoring? Who's trying to get it? Look. We have oh Zabanajet oh, for the hat trick. The natural oh, hat trick. Zabanajet off the left post. You're 10 seconds ahead of me, and I hate it. <laughs> but you're oh, my God. It was so close. I'm not going to put up. Oh, my God. It, it rang dead center of the left post. Starting the year with a natural hat trick would have been glorious. Right, still have 40 boys. seconds. Let's go, Rangers. Let's go, Yankees. Thank you. The batter is still on the ice. 40 seconds left. So you know they're going to try to get him the puck and feed it to him. Tampa Bay controlling the puck in the Rangers zone. Sending it around, throw it on that, bounces into the corner. And it comes all the way out of the zone and yep, deep icing. into the Tampa Bay zone. Icing, 20 seconds left in the period. The Banajai still on the ice. Courtesy of Comedy Central. 
Though there doesn't seem to be any audio. This is weird. I'm against it. Tim Bay controlling the puck. Shot on Igor. Save. Cleared out. Oh, is that Lafreniere right now? Going at the empty net. Oh, but he gets taken down. It's in the open net. He had about two seconds left, but he carried the puck a little too long. He had an opportunity to score an empty net goal. Bad angle. But nevertheless, the Rangers win 3-1 to one against the Tampa Bay Lightning. We could have used one more win last season against the Tampa Bay Lightning. That would have been really nice, but it did not happen. And Hank Lundqvist in the building to uh... – We're going 82 and now. Let's go, Rangers. <laughs> Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Henrik Lundqvist in the building to cheer on his uh, his Rangers. I gotta say, you know, listen, I don't want I don't want anything negative to happen to Henrik Lundqvist, but I gotta say it was kind of fateful that he never got to suit up for the Capitals. Um, it would have been, been weird to say the least. It would have been on the level of watching Brian Leach play for the. Uh... The Toronto Maple Leafs. It would have been on that level, hundred percent. What? I was going to say the Maple Leafs. Yeah, that would have been on that level of like seriously, like I got to watch Leach now in Toronto. This is fucking. Weird. You, know, you know, some people will say, "Oh, you know, when Messier left for those couple of years." Um, it, but Messier also came from a different team. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I, I, you, you, a lot of people can put up Messier. You know, while '94 was amazing, especially for. Ranger fans, a lot of people will throw Messier up there uh, with his time before the Rangers. I mean, that's essentially where the bulk of his, I, I mean, goals and what made him the player that he is came from. That's, that he, he already was established as a stud by the time he came to Rangers. And uh, obviously he furthered that by giving the Rangers a cup. First time in what? That was uh, 60-something years? 70-something years, whatever it was. But, um, man, that killed watching Leach go uh, and leave and go to Toronto. Like, that was a shitty time to be a Rangers fan for sure. But uh, Rangers win 3-1. to Yes, they do. season with a W against the team we lost to last year. It's always good. Mm -hmm. Uh, What stood out to you today? Um, The one thing – while it didn't have an an effect on the game – the one thing that stood out for me was Panarin and his hands, man. Like, he's back. He's back. He, he was missing. 
He was 100% missing in the playoffs. He was a ghost. I understand he had that um, that uh, Game 7 goal, which essentially got us to the next round uh, against the Hurricanes. Awesome goal. And, and I'm not trying to take anything away from him, but he was not the same player. And tonight, he was flying all over. He was throwing the body, and he was using his hands big time. He made a couple moves, especially from the hash marks in towards the net, where it's just that, that classic Panarin trickiness that in between two defensemen and still able to get a little shot off. Hey, I, that, that's like, that's a skill that you can't, you can't discount. You can't buy that skill. You can't, there's not a lot of players in the NHL that have the hands to operate like that, especially in tight with defensemen on them. So uh, it's good to see, see that back. I enjoyed uh Kako really impressed in his first game back. He had a couple, a couple of shots on goal played mm-hmm. big. He played very big. We don't. We haven't seen that from him in the last two yeah. years. He's working to put on muscle, working to stay stronger throughout the year. Uh, but he, he played very big. I mean, he played like a man that's six foot, you know, two, six foot three, um, two hundred and twenty, two hundred and thirty pounds. He's not. He's not that size right. by any stretch. What is he like six one, six two? But he's like one hundred ninety pounds, one ninety, one ninety five, something yeah. like that. Um, mm-hmm. So. He's starting to use that big body, you know. Again, he's a yeah. young kid. He's a young kid. Let's 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 pay attention to that. That's not um I think I think that's discounted a lot. We look at these guys get drafted in the first round and we think of them like NFL first rounders. These kids are 18 years old sometimes, and they're playing against guys that are grown men. Grown oh, men, yeah. you know, and it's I, I don't think it's fair at times. Um Kako's six three when right now he's rough, he's Right about right around two hundred pounds, but I mean he wasn't two hundred pounds last year. He may be one eighty five, one ninety. So he's steadily putting on that weight, six three, two hundred, moving on ice. That's a that's a good you know that's a good size. That's enough to put a hurt on somebody. It is, it is, and he's playing big. Uh, did you, I? I'm sorry, I didn't notice it because I'm watching two games at the same time. Uh, did uh, Kraftsoft come back? I didn't notice either, honestly. I don't think he did, though. That was that was a cheap fucking bullshit right there. That was some cheap bullshit. Yeah, that was a weird mush, like a um, probably a tweaked neck or something like that. Just mushing him down. Headman's a dick. I said I would have liked to see Kratzov come out and just two-hand him over the fucking back of the head. Just, just to let him know. Yeah, maybe a young guy in the league, but I'm not taking that bullshit. So, I mean, at- that would do that. Yeah, I know, but it's always yeah, fun like, to see something like that. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't come back. Uh, one minute twenty eight seconds on the ice. He did not come back after that. He, I think he had two shifts, and that was it. But uh, big time on the ice. We're talking Goodrow seventeen minutes, Trocheck twenty two minutes, Panarin nineteen minutes, Lafreniere seventeen minutes, Kreider tw- almost twenty minutes, nineteen minutes. That's big time right there. Trocheck and, and Zabanajad, 23 minutes. Yeah, not for nothing. That Trocheck penalty like really pissed me off in the first. It it really did. Um oh. it just no no need for it. And the fact that you're sitting there in the box, like, dude, everybody is seeing the same video you're seeing when you're looking up at the Jumbotron and you're shaking your head like, Oh, what's the call for? You can't take your hand off the stick and then bear hug the guy around his shoulder from behind. You can't do it. It, it. Dude, this is not a Russian bathhouse. I'm sorry. It's not allowed. <laughs> not allowed. 
<laughs> this is not a Russian bathhouse. Yet. Um, <laughs> that was funny. Um, I got to change this banner because we're talking Rangers hockey. Damn Skippy. I got to change this banner. Edit this one right here. We're talking New York Rangers 3, Tampa Bay Lightning 1. Rangers win. <laughs> Show yeah, that, I mean, uh, boy. Listen, the, the the one thing that um I'm looking at this game as something to improve on, especially this early in the year, is the amount of penalties that the Rangers did take. So, obviously, it's not good to go. Uh, I believe they ended up being 0-3 on the power play. Uh, if I'm mistaken, I'm sorry. We're switching back and forth between the uh, Rangers and the Yankee game. But uh, not so much that because that will come in time. It's the the taking so many penalties. The Rangers were on the penalty kill a lot tonight. Their first goal came on the penalty kill, a shorthanded goal. And while that's always amazing to see and always, you know, a, a great thing to celebrate because that really just digs in on the opposing team when they're up a man and you could put one in the, you know, a biscuit in the basket, if you will. Why, why are you giving? Why are you giving the opposing team the ability to go a man up on you and taking stupid penalties? And a lot of them, I you know, normally we have this conversation, we have this argument that there are a lot of soft calls. They weren't soft calls. It's just stupid penalties, stupid mistakes that the Rangers made tonight. And got to improve. You don't want to. You don't want to be the team to give away a game, uh, even just one game, on stupid penalties. It, it's just unnecessary. You know, uh, in, in talking about penalties, uh, in the early early on in the season, I I heard some chatter, and I don't know if you saw this, but I saw it. I didn't like it. Conversations of people on on the twitters talking mm-hmm. about getting rid of Revo. Did you catch? I did not else? see that. Oh, my I goodness. did not see that. Wild, wild. I but it, then again, dude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And you know what? I, I like to – it's always nice when you – you know you're right. We all think we're right, right? It, we all have this idea in our head, and we all uh, can, I guess – think it, you're it, right. I know I'm sexy. So we all have it – you know, we all have that notion in our head that we can justify why our opinion is correct or whatever the hell it is, but – through the course of last year, the amount of people hating on Trubo was insane. Insane. He's a dirty player. There's no need for that. He's useless. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was also scoring goals, had a shit ton of assists, making plays with his body that was key in games. When you can use your body to make key plays and take people out of the game with a clean check. They were all clean, folks. He's a big guy. If you lower yourself and dip your hips and happen to run into his shoulder with your face, that's a you problem. Has nothing to do with Truba. He can't be smaller. He can't decide to be like, oh, hey, I'm going to take four inches off my shins tonight so I can hit people shoulder on shoulder and hip on hip. No, if you skate his way and he has six inches on you, yeah, 
his shoulder's probably going in your face. You know, it's lot, not going to feel the, good. You know, though, a lot of the other issues were um, people fucking looking down, man. 100% staring at the puck, staring at your so skates. Much. We saw that so much. Especially if there is one place where you do not want to lose the puck and then have to look down at it, it is open ice neutral zone. You yeah. are moving your fastest, and the opposing team is moving their fastest towards their own blue line, trying to protect it. You do not want to look down at your feet at that moment. And how many times did we see Truba deliver a, a bomb of a hit between center ice and the Rangers' blue line? And that's and- where you're going to see them. And anybody that wants to say that there's no place in hockey for that, you're a bullshit fan. There's there's no 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 room in hockey for you. No, so it's 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 being a homer. It's just being a homer, and I understand. But they, being but a they homer. were Ranger fans saying it. The Ranger fans hating on Truba, and again, back to my point, proving my opinion right. How's Jacob Truba, Truba doing this year? Is he an integral part of the Rangers? I mean, enough no, no, where they maybe gave him a letter. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they gave him a letter. El Capitan, so, sucking ass. You're wrong. That's hockey. You want that you want that type of player. Anybody that doesn't want that type of player is is just full of shit. Everybody wants everybody wants a Ryan Reeves. Everybody wants that defenseman that's going to lay the body. That's why Zdeno Chara lasted as long as he did. That's why Jeff Bukaboom was loved. That's essentially why Jeff Bukaboom got drafted in the NHL because scouts used to go out and say Give me this guy who fits this size, this body style, plays this position, and how many penalty minutes did he have? Oh, he had 200 penalty minutes? He's not afraid to use his body. Yep, draft him. So uh, I also he had an awesome freaking name, too. I mean, does it get better than Jeff Bookaboom? I mean, Jeff's kind of a douchebag name, but yeah, Bookaboom, awesome. My name is Jeff. My name is Jeff. He means heavy. <laughs> It'll heavy. The only Jeff I could think of that was ever any cool was Boomhauer from fucking uh, King of the Hill. His real name was Jeff. And he was a Texas Ranger. He was a fucking te- Who saw that coming? Right. Why? Wild. And then I'm seeing there's like a lot of fan theory out there. Like, no, he wasn't a Texas Ranger. He just used that shield to pick up chicks. That's even cooler. Absolutely nuts. Jeff. And you know, it's funny. You know what Bobby's middle name is, right? What? Jeffrey. Is it? So I'm, my know. theory is that, that Hank couldn't get Peggy pregnant with his narrow urethra. And oh, Jeff, up, he stepped up and fucking impregnated Peggy so that you know, Hank could have a son, which would explain why Boomhauer's hair is blonde and so is fucking Bobby's. Bobby's. Well, I mean, not for nothing. When are we going to get a live action King of the Hill? Just so I could see Matthew McConaughey play Boomhauer. Boomhauer. I mean, it, it, that's Bang the that's the role he was made for. That's true. Bang all. And and I, and I want to see uh, what's his name as um, the dude from Hot Tub Time Machine, Rob Corddry, as uh, Dale Gribble. Oh, is Dale? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Who plays Bill? Oh, uh, what the hell is his name? Um, the dude that actually does his voice. 
Steven Root? Yep, definitely Steven Root. Really? It's bold. You got to have Steven Root play. I think he I could think he he could pull it off. Obviously he yeah, has he, to, you know, get a little wig uh, well, bold cap. He's very old. So is Matthew McConaughey, not for nothing. Yeah, but Matthew McConaughey still looks good, man. He's a handsome son of a bitch. He not is. Fair. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, who plays Hank? Dude, that's a tough one. Hank is, um, like... Body shape wise, I'm trying because the voice isn't going to be there. I, I I think that's the sacrifice you have to make. Hank Hill, you're not going to get the same voice, but you got to look for somebody that could put on that body style. And I I, I dude, I I know it's going to be stupid, but I want to say something like Rob Riggle. But Rob Riggle has that body style. He does. You know, like it's not going to be the voice. Him wearing glasses and being a redneck. I think he could pull it off. I think he has the acting chops, and obviously, being from a military background, I think he can pay, play a dead serious family conservative. Ah, eh, he's fucking PAO. That shit don't count. <laughs> there's, there's people who don't know PAO is the public affairs office. So, like. The rest of us were shooting people and shit, and he was talking to the reporters like, hey, guys, this is what you guys can report today. He doesn't like hippies. <laughs> I love that video. I will always love Rob Riggle for that video. Hippies! Bored! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Harsh my buzz. <laughs> Marines I think don't have it off, man. Marines don't have rights to be here. This is about freedom of speech. If only there was some organization that was dedicated to protecting those freedoms. Wouldn't that be great? Jokes <laughs> like <laughs> themselves, people. If you haven't seen Rob Riggle on Daily Show with the uh, uh, do like a whole thing about uh, the Marines opening a recruiting station in fucking I don't know some fucking whack ass town in in California. I can't I, I can't remember what town it is right now. Berkeley, was it Berkeley, was it Berkeley? I think it was Berkeley. Berkeley. Yeah, uh, look at look it up. He dresses up like a hippie to go undercover with other hippies, and it's fucking glorious. Berkeley has but to be I'll, the most triggered city in California. Yeah, has absolutely. to be, and that's everything. Not, that's like just like ruins their day. That is seeing a lot. Um, back to the Rangers. Is yes, there? Went off on a tangent there, but I think it was a fun tangent. Oh, listen! Anytime you get to talk about King of the Hills. Just Come on, they, it's got to make a live action movie already. So underappreciated, especially the, the, how did they bring back Beavis and Butthead, but they haven't brought back King of the Hill. King of the Hill should be brought back. Uh, I'm a big proponent of uh, American Dad. It's a great show, and of course, Futurama. Futurama is great. Just the voices Futurama's in Futurama are amazing. John DiMaggio is incredible. Um, do you think that Hank Hill would be a hockey fan? Um, I think it would be a 
I from an aspect of I don't understand it, but I I, I like the maybe the violence aspect or the fandom of it, the the pomp and circumstance of a hockey game, drink a beer, you know, let's go, whatever the hell Arlen Texas team would have. I, I think he would uh be well, indifferent be but fan. enjoy it. He would be a Dallas Stars fan. You know what, though? To be fair, there was that one episode where he was teaching lacrosse. He was learning lacrosse from, from Joseph. It was true. And he took he took kindly to it because he was like, oh, so it's kind of like this. All right, I can get on board with that. You, you think he would uh, trade in an Alamo bat blue? No, definitely not. He hates Canada. We went through that shit already. He does hate Canada. When Boomer Howard goes on his, uh, his little like house swap with the Canadians and he gets yeah. like a mower. A mower problem with them. Thank God for Anthony Rizzo. Anyway, back to the New York Rangers. Uh, <laughs> obviously, great game um, from. Uh, Why well, I almost said Lundquist <laughs> from Shesterkin. <laughs> great game from Shesterkin. One goal. Um, how many shots on goal did they have? Do you see Dude, that? and not for nothing, it was a five-on-three rifle from Stamkos. There is worst goals scored in the NHL by lesser men. Then Steven Stamkos. That's a fact. That is a fact. But um, as we talk about the Rangers, the Yankees are in the ninth inning, bottom of the ninth, two out or one out, excuse me, Clay Holmes coming into the game. Wandy Peralta pitched a great eighth inning um, coming into a runner on first and, and getting out of that jam. So we got Clay Holmes coming into the game. Um, and uh, hopefully the Yankees put this away. 4-1 here in the top of the ninth, excuse me. One out at the stadium in the Bronx. Um, so Shesterkin plays a great game. Everybody saw that coming. I I think we need to see some more chemistry with our uh, our top six. Well, the lines got, got moved around a little bit, you know, right. and I think it's going to come. I think it's all – at this point, it's trial and error in, in the season. So you're going to – you're you, uh, on is essentially trying to figure out his feel for the team and the moves he's making. So it's going to be a little trial and error, a little figuring out chemistry with the guys. And it's, there's definitely a learning curve there and give it time to grow and figure it out. But I mean, I, I have all the confidence in, in the world in Gerard uh, Gallant. The only thing I still question is, I mean, some of the moves he made in the playoffs, sitting Capococco and, uh, and Ryan Reeves, two things that I, I think were, Borderline unforgivable um, in that playoff series. So I did still questions that need to be answered. To this day, I still want to know what the fuck happened with Kako. I, and I'll never just, find out. I'll have to wait for the biography. Yeah, just come out and tell me like he told somebody to go, you know, F themselves or, you know, broke a stick over a, a bench or I, just something. Or he shoved a boom mic guy as he was leaving the ice. I don't think that would ever happen. I, I I know that would never happen, but I'm saying yeah, just, that just, be- just not, not even from a not not Kako, just hockey player in general. Hockey players kind of they 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 understand what it what what it means to get knocked down to the to the ice essentially. So they're not going to go do that to somebody else, especially a, a combatant, a non-player. Um, I don't know if you saw the news lately. You know what? I'm not. I like the guy, so I'm not even going to bring it up. Because I like. Uh oh. I'm not going to bring it up. 
I was going to bring up Uh-oh. something that, had, that was hockey related, but I like the guy a lot, so I'm not going to say anything about it. Was it Patrick Kane and a lady? Negative. <laughs> Negative. Well, it was not Patrick Kane and any lady. Uh, I don't know what Clay Holmes' his arm is so dirty for, but his inside of his sleeve looks like it hasn't been washed in six months. And he Seven. leads off the game. He leads it off by hitting the first batter. Anyway. Set home. Um, so, yeah, uh, we got two goals from Zabanajad, one from Goodrow. Um, Sammy Blay, what are you looking for him this season? Um, I'm looking for him to be uh, that spark guy, that role player, uh, something that's going to come out and give you 110%, skate his ass off, get involved, especially along the boards with plays, move the puck around. Um, so he didn't dress today. Right. So, I mean, you think that's just rust and, and, and Turk's just taking his time with him coming back off the injury? I, know he got I think it's... He got injured, didn't he, uh, in the preseason? Um, I mean, well, he's coming off an injury, so they might be very ginger with any type of little minor bumps and scrapes he has, you know, going into this season because he, listen, he's definitely going to be an integral part of this team, or at least on paper, he should be. And that's how he was shaping up for the first, what, 14 games of the year that he went through before he got injured by PK Subban. Douche. On a slew foot. Enjoy Um, retirement. so he he did get, he did an upper body injury just last week or maybe two weeks ago. Okay, so that's why he was scratched today. Um, but listen, he's he's gonna be he's gonna be that guy that's gonna go out there and bust his ass. He's gonna get involved. He's gonna move the puck around. He's gonna throw the body around. And I mean, I, I think sixteen goals this year. If I if I had a if I had to put a number on somebody like him and what his part is going to be, I, I, I would like to see at least 15, 15, 16, 17 goals out of him this year. Maybe okay. 20, 20 assists. Not a crazy number. I think but that some, yeah, something that's going to be, you know, he's going to be that guy that, you know, fills in the lulls and the gaps. And, it, I mean, if you're a hockey fan, you know, putting your skates down and and, and just – Chugging along, good things happen. Absolutely. Um, what about uh, our backup goalie this year? No more. Um, um, my name, the name's running over. This game, <laughs> Gorgiev. I, said, I, I, I say again, Gorgiev. Uh, yeah, I literally almost said what's his name. Uh, Ram, he, uh, he moves on, and you know what? Good, good for him. Uh, I, dude, I wish him luck. It's just he was rusty in the beginning of the year. He turned it on towards the end of the year. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he did. What did he have, seven wins in a row? Yeah, I mean, he still can't stop a breakaway, but yeah. So I, I wish him nothing but luck. I You know, I didn't have hate in my heart for the guy. It was just one of those situations where you knew he wasn't going to be the backup going word, and it was coming time for the Rangers to make a move and try to get something for him. Because you always want value for a player. Any chance you can get it. So, uh, last year was one of those times where at the trade deadline, they could have made a move, and it didn't seem like there was any buyers. So, it seemed like a missed opportunity uh, earlier in the year to move him. But that, that that's also, you know, on Gorgiev a little bit for having that slow start and, you know, taking all those losses 
that he took? Yeah, I, I, I was so back in time, I almost had Ranta. Wow. Auntie I Ranta. I know. I really did. I was. I literally was about to say, and I'm like, nope, it's not him. <laughs> is he playing right now? Is he starting for a team right now? He's not, I is he? he is. I think he is. He's on the Canes. I don't know if he's the starter right now, though. I don't think he is. I think he's the backup. I can't remember who their starter is. But he's on the, he's on the hurricane. But, uh, yeah, I uh, – what did we get for we got? A, didn't we get a second round pick for Georgiev? Uh, was it a second? I think it was a second. It might have been a first. Uh, I, I can't. No, remember. I don't think it was a first. I thought it was a third, uh, but I could be wrong. It was a third. It was a third and a fifth, and another third. But uh, it, that's going to be one of those transactions where you look back years from now and go, "What the hell did they do with those picks?" And God willing, the Rangers work some magic, uh, and, and Drury just works some magic on that. And, uh, you know, that'll do it for the Yankee game. Yankees win 4-1 at home against the Cleveland Guardians. Stupid name. Um, T, you got anything left about the about the Ranger game? Rangers win 3-1 next games against the Wild on Thursday, <clears throat> um, Minnesota. One thing we kept talking – uh, one thing we kept talking about uh, last year um, was statement games, uh, winning games that mattered, and the Rangers struggled against Tampa a little bit. We definitely struggled against uh, the Avalanche in the regular season, and it's it's good to come out and play a team that has you know back to back Stanley Cups that made a good bid, beat you in the playoffs, and made a good bid for another Stanley Cup. Uh, it's good to come out game one, right out the gate, get a victory and get a victory of a, off a team that is going to be in the playoffs. They're going to be in the playoffs, hundred percent. And those wins matter more. And I'm not, I'm not trying to say that beating up on a scrub team isn't good. A win is a win, and anytime you could strike that notch in the column, it's awesome. But the wins that actually matter that give you kind of the boost of confidence going through the season is against tougher teams, and that's what you want to see. So game one, beating the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, dude, awesome. One one game, one win, three goals, phenomenal. And two, yeah, two of them coming off of Mika Zibanejad, so who had a slow start last year, like we were talking about. I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at it right now. The Rangers get a primetime game on ESPN to kick off the season. Somebody might be paying attention to the New York Rangers. If that means that the NHL will find a way to screw them one way or the other. That being said, I don't think I have anything else. You you done with the Rangers? We got another post game uh with the I'll never be done with the Rangers, Nick. Never. Post game for the New York Yankees uh <laughs> right now, and we'll catch you again soon. Thanks for spending this time with us. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 